Welcome back to the Lionheart Podcast. My name is Lou Uridel, and this week we are covering a topic called Mythbusters COVID-19. I want to start by saying thank you to Redcon1 for sponsoring this podcast. Thank you, Aaron, for always believing in me. If you guys want to check out their products, you can go to my link tree on my Instagram and go there and save big on great products and amazing apparel so mythbusters covid19 uh i'm gonna not talk about masks during this podcast i know that's a myth but uh it's pretty obvious it's like a chain link fence uh, chain link fence can stop water it you know that the n95 masks we can go back and forth about that all day long but by and large they don't stop the spread at all so i really don't want to get into a discussion on it So I'm going to start with uh, four points, four myths I'm going to break today. I'm going to break them down. And if we have time for a bonus fifth one, I'll do that. But more than likely, we'll stick to four. I'm going to start with uh, vaccine mandates are legal. And we've talked about this before. And a lot of people always, they're still throwing out on Instagram. Well, Jacobson versus Massachusetts, Jacobson versus Massachusetts, they can make a mandate. Yes, the government can make a mandate. And yes, they can make you enforce it. The problem is when it becomes unjust or oppressive in nature, they will not back it up. In Jacobson, it was a $5 fine. Right now, people are losing their jobs, careers, pensions, unemployment, and so on because they are being need to have it to keep their job, which was not a requirement to get their job. So that's basically what it is. It, it's not a le- There's no legal precedent for it, but they're applying that. And now Biden has come out, he's ignoring a, a appellate court order saying, everyone just keep doing all the, all the all the companies over 100 employees just keep doing it. It's important to note, the court in there really didn't disagree with it because all of the federal agencies already are accepting religious exemptions and accepting medical exemptions openly and freely. So anybody that just doesn't want to get covered by it can just get a religious exemption and get out of it. That's at least the way it's supposed to be, although I'm hearing stories that's not the case. The last time a president disregarded a constitutional order was Andrew Jackson when, in a case in Georgia, the Supreme Court, Justice John Marshall, ruled that settlers could not go into lands occupied and owned by Indians. Andrew Jackson basically ignored that and says, let them try to enforce it. Moved in, basically kicked the Indians out, and we know how that story went. Court didn't enforce it. So Andrew Jackson kicking Indians out and murdering them and kicking them off their land is fairly equivalent to what Biden's doing, ignoring now uh, people kicking people out of their jobs, basically not listening to the Supreme, uh, the appellate court, which is a court right before the Supreme Court. So saying they're legal and citing legal precedent isn't really true. That's a myth. So that myth is busted. There is no legal precedent saying for in this case suggesting that you can make them legal and you can lose your job if you don't get it. Next one is COVID vaccines are safe and effective. Well, I guess it, it kind of counts if you change the definition of a vaccine because right now the definition of vaccine is will help give you protection versus a virus. Before it was complete immunity. You take a vaccine, you get immune. People always say to me, well, you've gotten, this is part of the myth, you've gotten all those vaccines before when you were a kid, you didn't complain about it. Yeah, I also didn't wear diapers now like i did when i was a little baby and i couldn't even talk i can talk now and i go to the bathroom on my own so (laughs) i don't i don't i can choose 
whether I want to get it or not. Plus, I've never got any of those diseases that I got a vaccine for. Right now, there's people lining up to get into the hospital who have breakthrough cases with COVID. So you change that definition on it, and it doesn't really matter. Plus, safe and effective, if, if you add up all the vaccine deaths over the past 30 years from all of the vaccines that have been approved combined, they are less than the deaths reported on VAERS by the COVID vaccine in the first six months it's been out. Now, at the very least, you can it's safe to say that it's more dangerous than any other vaccine that's been around. By far, all the vaccines combined over 30 years, the death is, is less than the deaths of the first six months from COVID. Even if it's a small number, it's still a mighty large number compared to what deaths were before. So at the very least, you can say it's much more dangerous. And here's a big one, effective, effective. I remember during the pandemic, we had to wear masks because they said, oh, people can be asymptomatic or have, have symptoms so mild, they might not even know they had it. So they forced everyone to wear masks. Well, it's right around 60% of all people are asymptomatic or have very mild cases. So if everyone who gets vaccinated, if 60% of them are asymptomatic or have mild cases, and you're saying, oh, the, the vaccine helps reduce the symptoms. The virus is already doing that. You had that before we had the vaccine. So what is the vaccine even doing? If people are still at risk, Colin Powell, overweight people, obese people are still going to the ICU and they're still dying because of their comorbidities. How effective is the vaccine if all it does is impart the same benefits you had before the, the vaccine was even around? which is asymptomatic or mild symptoms. It is the virus is so deadly that you need a test to know you have it. it. It's not effective. And from the deaths, and you add in all the adverse effects on bears, there's 750,000 adverse effects, myocarditis, uh, extreme headaches, Guillain-Barre. I know more people. I know more people that have had COVID vaccine side effects that I know people that have actually caught COVID, that have actually caught it, actually caught it. Put that in perspective. Another one, I've actually covered this in the, in the Breaking News podcast, um, and the Breaking News one. No one's forcing you to get the shot. And I'm bringing it up again because someone hit me with a counterpoint today I thought was really funny. Um, no one's forcing you to get a shot. It's a choice. You have a choice. You can get the shot and keep your job. Or, or you can not like the, it's a consequence. You don't get the shot, you lose your job. And I brought up the points of, of black America uh, fighting for the civil rights. They had choice. They go into a white-owned restaurant or a black-owned restaurant. If you go into a white-owned restaurant and you want to sit down with white people, you could face consequences you're not happy with. Or you can go into the, the black restaurant and be perfectly fine, right? You could go to whatever you want. Um, Rosa Parks had a choice. You could sit in the front of the bus get arrested, or she can move to the back of the bus and be safe. You have that same choice. You can get your, your job and get the vaccine and be safe or not get the vaccine or get the, not get the vaccine and you're fired. Of course, getting the vaccine doesn't really mean you're safe. See, myth busted just prior to this one. Not safe or effective. So, someone brought up, well, when you're black, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice to be black. You have a choice to get the vaccine or not. Do I? 
Do I? Because what if my lifestyle is of such nature that I'm a holistic person and I don't put anything foreign in my body? That is who I am. I can't just change that. If it is in my religion to not get this vaccine that has fetus tested on it, that possible fetus in it, I can't change that. That's who I am and makes up who I am, for one. Secondly, in all my analogies, the black person had a choice. They had, it was, they had nothing to do with their color. So you're bringing color into it. You're the racist, not me. Because the black person, Rosa Parks, could have sat in the back of the bus. The black person could. Those black group black people, those black kids that went in the white restaurant and sat there until they got served, they threw ice cream, they beat them up and drug them out, and they got arrested. They had a choice. They didn't have to do that. But they did that because they're standing up against something that was wrong. It was wrong to segregate black people out of white restaurants. It was wrong to force Rosa Parks to go to the back of the bus. That's the inherent, the inherent nature of what the left is doing. And that's why it's a myth because, yes, you are forcing someone to get a shot because you are taking their job away from them unless they get it. You are taking something away from them. So they are forcing you and you do not have a choice. Much like, as I said, the secretary or someone who works at a, a job and the male says, hey, sleep with me or you're fired. Well, you have a choice. You can keep your job, sleep with the boss or not. Choice or sexual harassment. I like to think that's sexual harassment and that's not right. But according to the left, that's a choice. And this is a myth. There is no choice and it's been busted. Another one, trespass in public businesses. A lot of people say, well, you go in there, you, you, they talked about you go into a business and you not have a vaccination or you're not wearing a mask. The business owner can say, trespass, I'm going to call the cops because you are trespassing here and I don't want you here. You have to leave. We have the right to refuse anybody we don't want to serve. Not entirely true because if you couldn't receive you could not refuse someone because they're black you could not refuse someone because they're handicapped you could not refuse someone because they're gay you can't refuse someone for every reason it's called discrimination so you can't refuse someone for that you also can't claim trespassing is the penal code this is where knowing the penal code in the law comes in handy you don't want to get your law degree from a google search google search engine or a google box they come in a box take it out there's my law degree Penal code is different than than a civil than in your house. So if I have a house and a public business, my house is private property. So if you walk into my house and stand there, it's trespassing. That you can get arrested for that. If you walk into a public business, in order to be trespassing, you have to be substantially interfering with their ability to do business. You have to be inhibiting them to do their business. So twenty people blocking, I'm blocking the door. I'm blocking people from the cash register. I'm creating a commotion. If I'm just got my food and I want to shop and walk around and buy stuff. That's not trespassing. I'm not inhibiting you from running your business. In fact, I'm doing the very thing your business is intending people to do. Go and get groceries and leave after you paid for them. I mean, in California, you can walk out with under $1,000 and technically you didn't really commit a crime because no one's going to charge you for it, but I don't want to promote that. So these business owners that call these call the cops in, which they've done before, you the police officers should not arrest anybody because trespassing a public business it's a citizen's arrest it's a citizen there's no cop officer arrest citizens arrest and if they do choose to arrest and the police officer handcuffs them and takes them in and they're wrong and they're wrong on it they're liable so you can actually sue them for making a false arrest on you 
the business owner. So if you go in some place, they start screaming that nonsense. It's best to just bring some cash, pay for your stuff, and walk out. You'll never get arrested for that. So trespassing a public business does not exist. Uh, they're full of it. They unless you're doing something to really inhibit their inhibit their the flow of their business. That is a myth. All right, well, I have a little bit of time here, so I'm going to cheat you guys with uh, another myth. Uh, this is nothing to do with COVID, but it has to do with me and something that I've always been accused of online. I get accused of racial appropriation because of my dreadlocks. I get all the time. This train's never late. This train is never late. I'll make a comment about something completely different. And someone says, oh, white guy with dreads, racial appropriation much? My racial appropriation? How so? You're not Rasta. You don't act Rasta. How dare you cut your head, cut your dreads, and then add in any kind of comment you want. White boy, this, that, the other. Name it. Cracker. It's been said. So the important thing to know here is Rastafarian culture started in around the 1930s. Now, if you look at my hair, there is nothing about my hair that screams Rastafarian culture. In fact, if you looked at my hair, you'd say it quite possibly looks European. And you'd be correct because 82% of my DNA is Scandinavian, Celtic, and Germanic. All three of these tribes in Roman literature had dreadlocks. If you want to take it back even further, Egyptian and India from India culture also had dreadlocks long before 1930s. But if you want to take a look at the big picture here, we're accusing people of racial appropriation of a hairstyle. Not just like a clothing line, wearing, I'm not wearing Carl Kanai, I'm not wearing some, some kind of special uh, cultural clothing line, I'm not doing a cultural dance, I'm not doing cultural music. I have a hairstyle, and you're accusing me of cultural appropriation. That is the myth. You see, dreadlocks did not start in Rastafarian culture. They started many, many centuries, if not millennia, before Rastafarian culture decided to adopt it. And since I don't go around jamming Bob Marley, wearing the Rastas, smoking weed, I'm not sure if that's a, that's a thing, but I don't. And there's no racial or cultural appropriation here because I'm not taking from that culture. I'm taking from my own culture. So I beg you, step up off me on that one. Well, that's this episode of Mythbusters. We went through vaccine mandates are legal. COVID vaccine is safe and effective. No one's forcing you to get the shot. It's a choice. Trespassing a public business. And your bonus topic of dreadlocks on a white person are cultural appropriation. That's it for this week. Hopefully we'll be back next week and I'll have another episode for you on the Lionheart Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please, please review it, rate it, and share it. Tell everyone about it so we can get more listens and views on this. That's what I want this to do. I want this message to spread and get out there. Thank you so much and God bless.